One of the most absolutely fascinating things about the parshas that we're reading, that we always read around Hanukkah time, Vayeshev, Miketz, Vayigash, which are the stories essentially of our descent into Egypt, into exile. And we know that every mitzvah, so many mitzvahs we do, are Zeicher Litzias Mitzrayim, remembering the exodus from Egypt, because the Egyptian exile was the root of all subsequent exiles. The reason that we're so into always remembering the Exodus, the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, is because Golos Mitzrayim, the exile of Egypt, is the secret of all exiles, of all darkness. They all come from that essential Egyptian exile. And all redemption, all salvation, comes from Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim from being able to leave that Egyptian exile. But what's so fascinating about these parshas that talk about our descent into Egypt, the Jewish people's original descent into exile, what's fascinating is how many dreams are involved in the descent into exile. How many dreams, it's all about dreams, these parshas. These parshas are all about dreams, starting from, of course, Yosef's dreams. Yosef was a dreamer, and there be Yosef telling his brothers about his dreams. That caused the animosity that eventually got him sold down to Egypt, which brought about our descent into Egypt. So first it was Yosef's dreams. Then we read last week, at the end of the parsha, which essentially facilitated in this week's parsha, Yosef becoming the second in command of Egypt. And that was, of course, the dreams of the butler and the baker, the Sarhamashkim and the Sarhaifim. The butler and the baker had dreams, and Yosef interpreted their dreams at the end of last week's parsha, which is why at the beginning of this week's parsha, when Paro has dreams, Paro also is dreaming at the beginning of this parsha. That's how the parsha begins with the dreams of Paro. And that's when the butler remembered that Yosef is the interpreter of dreams. So there's so much about our descent into exile, which is about dreams. And as the Alter Rebbe explains in his famous Mimer in Torah Or, Shir Hamalois, Beshuv Hashem Shivas Tzioin, Hayinu Kecholmim, when God will return the captivity of Zion, we will have been like dreamers. Hayinu Kecholmim. What does that mean? That when the when the Geula, when redemption is going to come, we're going to see that exile was like a dream. It was just like a dream. The reason that all the dreams of these parshas that were brought about the Egyptian exile, which is the source of all subsequent exiles, is because Hayinu Kecholmim, the whole idea of exile is likened to a dream. Why is that? What does it mean that when Mashiach comes, when we'll be redeemed, we will see all of exile of have just have, having been a dream? So the Alter Rebbe says, what's a dream? A dream is when you have a oxymoron, a contradiction in terms, two opposite things happening at the same time. Like, for instance, he gives an example of a boat flying through the air. Or that Samach Tzedek says an example, you could dream about dying and then be alive at the same time. Or being in one place and then being another place. A dream is all about opposites coming together that make absolutely no sense. And what's the reason that happens in a dream? Because when a person is sleeping, their conscious cognitive intellect goes away. You're not using your conscious cognitive intellect, and the only thing that's still working in your mind is your imagination. Usually when you're awake, your your mind is able to curb your imagination, which is also difficult sometimes, but your mind is, your logical, cognitive, rational mind is able to say, well, your imagination is imagining that your teacher has, you know, a tail, stuff like that. You could Your regular logical mind says that that's wrong, but when you're sleeping and that mind, the discerning logical mind is not 
not there. One could imagine opposites. That's what a dream is. That there could be complete opposite happening, things happening at the same time. It says the Alter Rebbe, that's what our exile really is. If you want to know, essentially, what's the hardest part about exile, it's the fact that we have to live opposites, that we live with two opposite things, we're constantly fluctuating from one to the other. We say Kriyashma, and we daven, when we're davening, and we meditate on God's unity, on Enon Movade, Shema Yisrael Hashem Echad, we arouse the love of God, and we get into davening, and how many times have we had inspiration, and we were connected to Hashem, and the davening was a great davening, and we were so excited that finally I'm able to connect to Hashem, and I'm doing it right. And then a few hours later, a person just is involved in their physicality, the physical world, and business. A person's, people are concerned about their business. You just said that everything is God. What are you worried about? Why are we worried? Why are we worried? Why do we have so much worry? We, in davening, we, or we say when we learn Torah, we believe in Hashem. So then how come after davening, we then go and do a sin also? Ella, that's the idea of the exile being a dream. One lives these opposites. One lives these conflicting things. We constantly are fluctuating from one place to another, to the realm of Kedusha, of holiness, to the other realm. And so the Alter Rebbe says, and I want to quote, After this truth that we understand how exile is just a dream, A person shouldn't be, his heart shouldn't fall, you shouldn't be crestfallen, you shouldn't be upset. What That what? That when I wake myself up in davening and I meditate, on the truth of God, and then afterwards, I, the opposite happens, and I love my own body, and I love physicality, and I'm interested only in things of this world, and not in the truth of God's unity. So does that mean that I was faking, that I wasn't really connected to God? No, the Alter says, that's exactly what exile is. Don't be upset about it. That's exile, living opposites at the same time. And opposite thing ha- things happening to us. And that brings about that we act in opposite ways so many times. But then the Al-Durba finishes and says an unbelievable thing. And that is that we have to remember that our discerning rational logic mind is just a creation. It's part of this world. Orein Sof Hashem's infinite light transcends our rational logical mind. And the truth of Orein Sof of God's infinite light is that it contains opposites. Hashem's infinite light contains all that ever will be created, all the opposites of light and darkness and good and bad. They all are equal in Hashem's infinite light. The whole mavdil ben kodesh lechol ben or all separations and discernments is only in the rational logical mind. But when one is able to reach above all worlds, above ishtalshlus, above the downshading of worlds, to the truth of God's essence, the truth of God's essence includes everything equally. And so only when we dream are we touching that place where everything is equally Hashem. But right now in exile, we have to be awake. We have to wake up and choose the things that we're supposed to, or try at least. But when Mashiach comes, the dream will be revealed to us. We will see that throughout the years of exile, we were always with Hashem, even when we were doing the opposite of what we said by tefillah, because only Hashem exists. And as we learned yesterday, this secret is the secret of the Hanukkah candles. The Hanukkah candles are not about bringing light from an external source, like the Beis Amigdash shined the light of the menorah to the whole world. The secret of the Hanukkah candles is to illuminate the darkness itself. In a public thoroughfare, on the left side, below ten tefachim, you light the Hanukkah candles in a place of darkness mamish. 
There you light the Hanukkah candles. There you show that even the darkness is Hashem. And when Mashiach comes, we're going to see the truth of that dream. The Hanukkah candles will shine for all eternity and illuminate that no matter what we were ever doing, no matter which opposite we chose, we were with Hashem because we're always with Hashem and within Hashem. May we see that this Shabbos Hanukkah, may Mashiach come before that and we should dance in the base of Migdash and dance in a circle which is the truth, the circular truth of God's infinite being. Afrei l'cha l'chta g'shabes chanukah to everyone.